You are welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye or IKEA Christian Center Global. Get set to be at the fire. The word works. Praise God. All right, so today um, we are going to be... <laughs> guys, by the way, this month is our month of what? No, I can't hear you. I said this month is our month of what? Louder. This is our month of what? Now, interestingly... I'm going to be teaching about the devil this morning. Amen. <laughs> I'll be talking about the devil this morning. It's a month of going forward. And I want us to excuse from the conversation the one guy Nigerians blame for not going forward. The devil. Glory to God. There are two things we must never do about Satan. Number one. We must not be ignorant of his devices. And number two, we must not overstate his importance. We must not be ignorant of his devices and we must not overstate his importance. It's very, very important that as believers, we are fully aware of who the devil is and where Jesus, by virtue of his death, burial, and resurrection, has placed the devil. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Very, very important. Making progress in life, all right? Anyway, making progress in life is not what Christianity is about. I must add that. But uh, God wants us to what? Be in health and prosper, even our, as our soul what? Prospers. God is a good God, and he wants us to have a good life on this earth. I've told you many times, all through scriptures, you can never find God being the author of sickness, disease, or Poverty. God is not in the author of all those things. Hallelujah. All right? Men and the selfishness of men, the corruption of men, is what actually is responsible for those things. Praise God. This is why what Christianity to do, all right, the love of God in the heart of a man, should make that man generous, should kill every sense of corruption inside that man. It should keep every, kill every sense of selfishness inside of man, inside that man, such that that man will be all that God wants him to be. Can I get that amen? Very, very important. God demonstrated his character in John 3, 16. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave. So that means the love of God is the reason or the explanation for his generosity. And men, hallelujah, ought to be generous, all right, motivated by love just as God does all things because he is what? He is love. Amen. So let us understand this devil for a moment. Turn your Bibles to Revelation chapter number 12. The devil. At the conclusion of this series, you will find out that Satan cannot do anything without your permission. Satan requires your assistance, your collaboration, your participation to express himself. And where we do not give Satan permission, participation, collaboration, he is limited. It's the same thing with God. Amen. I said amen. Revelation 12 and verse 7. Can we read one to go? It says what? <laughs> We're reading it like a mass choir. One, two, go. Let's read. Aha, Michael. And the dragon fought and his angels. Okay. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. Okay, next verse. And the great dragon was cast out. That what? Old serpent. Called what? Notice that this is telling us the devil has been cast out, the devil has been defeated. Glory to God. All right, he was at a position, but he has been, you know, thrown out from that position. He says, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out where? With him. Now, everybody read verse 10. What does he say? Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power for who? Is what? Louder. For the accuser of our brethren is what? The accuser of our brethren is what? Cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Hmm. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Say, say this with me. The devil has been defeated. Again, the devil... Has been defeated. Turn your brain to Acts 10. 
Amen. Acts 10 and verse 38. Notice, it says the devil, he has been cast down. And he tells us to rejoice. Hallelujah. Because the devil has been cast down. That's what he says. Amen. No place we find in the epistles or in the New Testament where there is a glorification of the, de- of the devil. What you have about the devil is that the devil has been defeated. Amen. Now, look at what the Bible says in Acts 10, 38. Can we read one to go? It says what? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? The Holy Ghost and with what? Power. Who went about what? Wait, wait. Who anointed Jesus? Don't worry, we are going to be doing it, the teaching together. Who anointed Jesus? Now, what did Jesus go about doing? Come on, talk to me. What did Jesus go about doing? He went about doing good. Now, who is Jesus? Jesus is the visible manifestation of the invisible God. Hallelujah. That's who Jesus is. The Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And I told you, and I've told you several times, but I'm going to tell you for the obtained time, uh, that expression word is logos. Remember that? All right. And what does logos mean? Logos means the explanation of a thing. All right? Logos, logos, logos. So, logos does not mean the written word, though. You know, I remember when you were in secondary school, not secondary school, when you were in Sunday school, those of you that went to Sunday school, all right, they will tell you that there is logos and there is rema. How many of you remember that? Church, now. How many of you remember that? Ah. They will tell you that there is logos and there is rema. They will not tell you that the logos is the written word, while rema is the spoken word. Correct? Uh-huh. But that's not correct. All right? The logos is not the written word. I'm not making it up. It's not the truth. Mm-mm. The logos is not the written word. There is no place in scriptures where the logos is called the written word. When you find and you study, you find that the logos in scriptures is always referring to a person. So you will find that there is a personality attached to logos. If you look at Hebrews chapter 4, let's look at it. It's just a digression. Hebrews chapter 4. In St. John's Gospel chapter 1 and verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld him. Is that what it says? And we beheld what? Him. That's person. Him is a person. He didn't say, and we beheld it. No. He said, and we beheld what? Him. As of the only begotten of the Father, full of what? Grace and truth. Him. Then look at Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Quickly. Amen. Are we ready? Can we read one to go? For the word of God. That word, that word, that word is logos. That way you see the word is logos. It says, for the logos of God is quick and powerful. And sharper than what? Any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing and of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. 13. Everybody read one to go. Neither is there any creature that is not what? Manifest in where? In where? Talk to me. Where? His side. That's the person. Are you following? His side, he says. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him. So that means the Logos has what? Eyes. Are you following what I'm saying here? The Logos has eyes. The eyes of him with whom we have to do. So the Logos is not the written word. The Logos is what? The person. Go to John 1.1. 1, 1. It says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. That expression word is Logos. Amen. So, the Bible is not the logos. The Bible is what is written. That is scripture. 2 Timothy 3.16. It says what? All scripture. Everybody say all scripture. Uh-huh. He said all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness. So, the scriptures refer to what is written. But the logos refers to what? The person. Hallelujah. And that person he refers to is what? Jesus Christ. So the logos is God become what? Flesh. 
Amen. So, a proper study of what is written is going to lead us to what? The logo. Do you understand? So, when you study what is written, you will find out that it is being written about what? The logos. Because the logos is what? The explanation of God. Look at what Jesus Christ says. In St. Luke's Gospel 24 and 27. The Bible says, and beginning, go there. St. Luke's Gospel 24 and 27. I like this being close to you business. Amen. Let me come down. Hallelujah. I will try to stay up doing CRC if I can. Because doing CRC, no, I'm not. <laughs> Where did I say show open? We need to talk about this, your bathroom. Ah, God bless you. Eh? Let's find and take picture for the, you know, just to keep it. St. Louis Gospel 24-27. It looks good. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You will understand. You will not understand. Hallelujah. It's good to marry a good woman. Eh? Amen, somebody. All right, St. Louis Gospel 24 and 27. What does he say? He say what? He says what? Louder. And beginning at Moses. Uh-huh. And all the prophets, you see that? He what? Expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning who? Himself. Who is talking here? Jesus, right? The himself is Jesus, is that correct? And we just said Jesus is the logos of God. So if he expounded unto them in Moses, in all the prophets and the Psalms, the things concerning himself, it means what Moses wrote. He wrote about the logos. Yeah? So the written word reveals what? The logos. So the logos is actually the living word, not the written word. Is, are you with me? Come on, are you with me? Because the logos is a person, a human being. His name is Jesus Christ. Say this with me. The logos is Jesus Christ. Now, we are coming back to the devil. The devil. Our God, Acts 10, 38, it says, Our God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, all right, with the Holy Ghost, go back there, Acts 10, 38, and with power, who went about what? So that means God was doing good through who? So who is doing good? God. It says, who went about doing good? And what did he say next? Healing all that were oppressed of who? So who was doing the oppressing? Who was doing the oppressing? The devil. He says, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil? For God was with him. One of the most wicked things the devil has done is to deceive people into thinking that God was responsible for what the devil was responsible for. Where evil happens, then we say, Inshallah. You understand? It was the will of God. What do you mean it was the will of God? It was not the will of God for someone's, someone's dad to die young. It was not the will of God for a plane to crash. There is no lesson for us to learn. Someone say, oh, there's a lesson. There is no lesson to learn there. No. God doesn't do evil. He anoints men to do good and deliver those whom the devil is what? Oppressing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, we are going to look at, in a while, there are two components or two people that are necessary for evil to happen on the earth. There are two. Number one is the devil. We've just seen it now. Have you? Right? The devil. Then the second person that is necessary for evil to happen on earth is you. Jeremiah 17. Sorry, did I say you? Man. But we need to be correct. <laughs> Jeremiah 17 and verse 9. Because you, your children of God. See, look at him and say, I'm a child of God. Say it again, I am a child of God. There is no wickedness in me. Hallelujah. Put your hands like this. I only do perfect things. I only do godly things. You say, Pastor, all this one you are saying, I'm lying. No, you are not lying. 
You are what the word of God says you are. And the thing about it is, if you say the word long enough, you are going to be. You're going to do exactly what you said you would do. Praise God. Jeremiah 17, 9. What does he say? He says what? The heart is what? So talk to me now. The heart is what? Deceitful. Uh-huh. Above all things and desperately what? Desperately what? Wicked. Who can know it? He said. He says, desperate. Do you know what I mean? There's wicked. Then there's desperately wicked. That means wickedness, the hungry am. Permit my vernacular. That means the heart of man, the unsaved man, is hungry to perpetuate wickedness. Glory to God. So the devil cannot inflict wickedness without a partner. He needs a partner. Just as God needed a partner to do good with Jesus. Are you following what I'm saying? He says how God anointed Jesus. So that means God needed a partner on the earth to do good. To go and undo what the devil did. Glory to Jesus. Are you paying attention to what I'm telling you? Huh. So, the thing is, we now need to understand how the devil operates. What are the advantages Satan has and what the limits Satan has, um, has is? Okay? Very important. Now, let's look at something. There are two words I want you to be acquainted with this morning. They are authority and power. Say it with me. Authority then, and power. Say it. Authority and power. Say it again. Authority and power. Turn your Bible and lose gospel chapter number 10. Luke 10 and 19. All right, today um, we're going to be doing a medical checkup after the service. Praise God. So our doctors are available. One of them is Pastor Victor, looking so elegantly dressed. So this most well-dressed gentleman will be attending to you today. Hallelujah. Amen. And also, <laughs> praise God. If today is your first time in the week here, can we just put your hand up? You're very welcome. Oh, Mama. Oh, wow. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Amen. We're going to do a proper welcome for you after the service. Hallelujah. Now, authority and power. There is a difference between the two. And we need to know which one Satan has. Hallelujah. And how we must ensure, okay, see, how we must ensure we learn how to resist the devil. That's one. Then number two, how we must learn how to, okay, uh, overthrow or cancel activities of demonic spirits sponsored by wicked men against you. Okay? Because there are some folks who are under witchcraft attack, right? They are, right? There are folks also under attack of, you know, evil spirits. Okay, you, you know, I mean, you know, we're in Africa, right? Now, I, I, I actually feel for a lot of people who think that it's only in Africa there's a lot of demonic stuff. It's not true. It's not true. The difference in abroad, they are very educated with their demonic activity. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, there are certain things that if you try it in Nigeria, they will carry you to church for prayers. But if you say it abroad, they will say, leave him. Let's be, you understand? For example, if somebody comes here and say, I am a ha. For example, if I come and say, I'm a ha. You understand? I, I, I feel there's a woman inside of me. You, know, you, you won't say, that's normal, let her be. No, that's not what you're going to say. You understand? You will say, we need to pray for this gentleman. But over there, we're going to start a whole movement of people that are male but feel that there's a woman inside them. Are you following what I'm saying? So, you know, because the devil is very, very, very adept at hiding. He's very good at it. He knows how to hide. He knows how to hide. And I know that certain statements, you know, if we make them, they are very controversial now in these days and times. I mean, the, the Supreme Court judge, justice nominee in America was recently asked, can you define a woman? Now, you know, that's a very simple question, right? Praise God. 
Who is a woman? Oh, well, my mom is a woman, and I know how to define what a woman looks like. She said, I don't know. Supreme Court Justice nominee. I don't, I, I don't blame her. The reason why she said she didn't know was because she understood America. Because now, there are guys that are saying, I identify as a woman. You know, you, know, you can do that now, right? You can actually be a terrible athlete as a guy. Like you are number 1,500 as a guy. Then you just, <sighs> I'm a woman. Then you now enter the woman's sports. Then begin to beat all the women. Then you will now stand and collect gold medal. I'm like, are you not ashamed? Okay, okay, let us accept that, okay, this, you are a woman that is in a man's body. Fine. Oh yeah, let us carry everybody that like you. Have your sports. Must you now go and, you know, it's like, have a daughter now, amen. Imagine now, she wants to be in athletics. And I'm saying, go girl, you are the best there is. You are the something, something. They will not get to the final. The one man, I'm looking at the guy, he says, how do you expect me to feel? How do you expect her to feel? Praise God. See, there is a level of wokeism that is madness you enter. You don't be woke, 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 woke. Naharu, you understand? You don't be woke, 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 woke. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The Bible says because they do not want to retain the knowledge of God. God gave them up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where does she show Aha, Luke 10, 19. Turn into Luke 10, verse 19. Because, you see, the reason why I'm talking about the devil, because actually the Lord told me, I said, Lord, it's go forward. You said it's go forward. What am I teaching on? Because I don't just teach. He said, on the devil. I said, okay. I wanted to run away from it. I wanted to teach on it. He said, you're teaching on the devil. In fact, you prepared outlines on it months ago. I said, where? He said, search your iPad. I tapped it inside. Bah! I've done four parts or five part series on the devil. So I had material. Praise God. Luke 10, 19. The reason why he wants us to teach on it is because many Christians are giving too much respect to the devil. You are giving, you are afraid of the devil. You are afraid of somebody you should not be afraid of. So now, authority and power. What does the devil have? What has he lost? Look at Luke 10, 19. Everybody with the one to go, he says what? Behold, I give unto you. Yes. Uh-huh. And over. And nothing shall. Read it again. Who gave unto you power? Jesus gave unto you power, right? And he says, he gave you the power to tread. Now, that word tread is a statement of dominion. So, it's a statement where he's talking about not being careful around them. He says, I give unto you power to tread on serpents. And scorpions, serpents and scorpions are metaphorical statements for Satan, demonic spirits. Remember we read in Revelation chapter 12, the great dragon, amen. Alright, so that's biblical language used to let us know that he's talking about demonic spirits. Amen. He says, serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Now, there are two things I want to show you in this Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Now, listen. Many times you have people teaching and saying that the God, um, Jesus took away the power from Satan, right? Remember, right? That Satan is a powerless power. Come on now, church, talk to me now, right? That Satan is powerless. That means he has no power at all. That's not correct. What's going on is people are um, uh, mistaking authority with power. Jesus did not take Power from Satan. No. What Jesus did was he took what? Authority from him. And gave us greater power than he has. Because if Satan has no power, how is he causing sickness in people? Are you following what I'm saying? 
How is it that people are being oppressed? Uh, you see mentally uh, people that are possessed of devils. You can see people being, you know, lives being destroyed by the work of witchcraft. Uh, that's power. So we need to understand that because in Luke 10, 19, look how it says. It says, behold, I give unto you power. The first power you see there in Luke 10, 19 is the word exousia. Everybody say exousia. All right. Exousia. Exousia actually means authority. Okay? Now, let me look for how I can it. Um, Gerard, come. Can I put an answer for Gerard? All right, Gerard looks like someone that goes, you know, is buffy, goes to gym and stuff. Uh, Pastor Victor, come, you know. Pastor Victor is not that, but, you know, we bless God. Hallelujah. Amen, somebody. Now, praise God. Um, okay, so I have someone that is dunamis, and I have someone that is authority. Um, let me look for some. Okay, Pastor Emmanuel, come. Ah, no, we have to do feminine representation. Praise God. Jennifer, come. Can I put the hands together for Jennifer? Hallelujah. She's a fashion designer. If you're interested in doing some designs and clothes, you can reach out to Jennifer. Praise God. Okay, now, remember, he says, Behold, I give unto you what? Power toward thread. Now, that word power is authority. Okay? Now, let's assume this guy is in the army. Praise God. In the army. He's a general. Praise God. Now, how many of you have actually seen a general fighting in the battlefield doing gidigbo with people? I have seen it. Okay, for example, President Putin's in war in Ukraine. Is he in the battlefield with them? Is he in the battlefield with them? Why is it that the army is in Ukraine fighting? Because the president said they should go. Is that correct? Now, that ability to send people to go is what is called what? Authority. Are you with me? Are you following? So, because he has authority, he says, go. They have to go. Why? Because of his position. So, authority is an ability or privilege given to you because of your what? Position. We read in Revelation chapter 12. What happened? Satan was dislodged from his what? Position. So because he was dislodged from heaven, that's talking about position, hallelujah, to the earth, it means he, did, he no longer has the rights and privileges that comes with that position. Are you with me? That's authority. Now, what position are we? Look at Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 lets us know, all right, if you look at verse 6 to 8, that we are at the right hand of God, hallelujah. That is our, our position. And because of that position, being quickened with Jesus, hallelujah, far above principalities and powers, there is an authority that comes with it. And the authority is what? The authority over principalities and powers. Are you following? Are you following? So, because we are sons of God, hallelujah, one with God, hallelujah, joint heirs with Christ, it confers on us authority, amen, like no other being in all three worlds has. Because we are sons. There is no higher position, higher than sonship in the kingdom of God. Are you following? So, that authority is authority by position. Exousia. Now, the next one in Luke 10, 19, go back there. Are you learning something? I'm trying to make it as simple as possible so you get it. So now, notice something. This authority is authority by position. You did not earn it. It's not based on performance. It's not because you lived good. No. This authority is just because you are aware in Christ. Simple. So when he says, if any man be in Christ. In Christ is position. So, when we are describing the man in Christ, we are not describing that man based on his name. Mm -mm. We are describing him based on what? His position. Because if he is in Christ, there are automatic privileges that accrue to him. It is his right. It is independent of his performance. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, your conduct in the flesh can affect your consciousness of those rights. 
Because of conscious issues. You know, if you sin, when you sin, one of the first things you battle with is guilt and condemnation. Is that not correct? That's the first thing. And guilt and condemnation, what it does is that it beclouds your judgment. It beclouds you from walking in the fullness of who you already are. So you now begin to find that there is a war going on in your soul. So that's why Peter says, he says, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against what? Your soul. Why? Because when you engage in loss, what happens is that there comes there to be a battle within you where you now begin to question whether you are truly a child of God. How many of you know what I'm talking about? If a demon-possessed person came in front of you, and maybe you just sinned yesterday, your mouth will not come out to say out in Jesus' name very clearly. You understand? You're going to be afraid. You're like, ah, you don't want that demon to come and do stuff. But listen to me. That devil is not listening to you, or it's not going to obey you because of your performance. That devil should obey you because of your position. Are you with me? Position. Unless you take the man away from the position, you cannot take the authority away from him. Praise God. Because the authority follows the office. The authority follows the what? The position. Are you following? Come on, are you following? So that's why every believer in Christ has authority over the devil. So go back to Luke 10, 19. It says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and what? Scorpions. And over all the what? The power of the enemy. Now, the power, all right, that word power there is the word dunamis. Dunamis. It's not authority. So what? It says, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the what? The dunamis. Now, what is dunamis? Dunamis is talking about strength. Praise God. Man of God, come. Now, if these two gentlemen enter into a fiscal, who do you think will win? Sorry? Even Victor is not going to say that. <laughs> we need to assist Victor, right? Right? Now, listen to me. He says, Behold, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the what? Power. The strength of the enemy. So that means the enemy still has his strength. Are you following? But what God has done, he has given you what? Exousia. Above. See. Our president. What's the name of our president? I said, what's the name of our president? Why are you laughing? It's not the president's name I asked for. Ah. <laughs> president Mohamedou Buhari. Now, our president is like 85 years old or something, right? I don't think that's correct, but it looks it though. Now, think about it. President Buhari, if they wanted to fight a war, you know it's not going to go and fight, right? Is that correct? So, why? Because, come on, you know, amen. Amen. You know, he's not going to go to fight. But he can sign an order that will mobilize all the big chested corners to go and fight. Are you following? So, the army or the soldiers with the tanks and the planes and the ships, that is power. Are you following? Are you following? But you see, power cannot be mobilized without what? An authorization. So what God has done is that God has given us authority over what? The strength of the enemy. But he didn't stop there. He did not just give us authority. He also gave us power that is greater than that of the enemy. Praise God. So what God is saying is, Satan, you think you, you're all that, right? Okay. Go against the man in Christ and see. Look at Acts 1.8. Remember? Behold, I give unto you power, exousia, that's authority, over all the power of the enemy. That is what? Power, dunamis, right? So the enemy has his own dunamis. Because the devil, before he fell, was an angel. And angels, they have their own strengths. Praise God. When Satan fell, he did not lose his strength as an angel. He didn't lose it. 
All right? It was corrupted, but he didn't lose it. Because the gifts and the callings of God, they are what? We will not take it away. Praise God. But he was now doing the converse of what he was supposed to do. Instead of helping the heirs of salvation, he now began to what? Oppress the heirs of salvation. Are you following something? Are you understanding? Come on, are you, do you understand? Uh-huh. Good. Now, all right. very important for us to see. Now look at Acts 1 8. Everybody read want to go. But you shall receive what? That word power is dunamis. So now there is the dunamis of the devil, and there is the dunamis of God. Amen. Amen. So it says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me. So that means the man in Christ also has what? Power. Say out loud, I have power. Now, I want to say louder. I have power. 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 It's why someone who is full of the Holy Ghost will enter into an arena and people who are um, oppressed with demonic spirits will begin to manifest. It's power. It's it's power that is greater than the one they have. Are you following? Thank you very much, guys. All right, can I put our hands together for them? So, it's power that is greater than the one they have. Power. Praise God. Power. Power. So, believers now need to understand, number one, I have two things going for me. I have authority because of my position as a son. Then I have power because I have what? The Holy Spirit. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, let me take you a bit to understanding the realm of the Spirit and how even the realm of darkness works. Do I have time? Okay. Praise God. Sorry, I'm going to let you trust you. Yes, so. Praise God. Yeah, and by the way, um, we are almost done. In the month of July, Oikea UK will start having physical services. Praise God. Yeah. Who found the venue? So, you know, in that place, you have to sign contracts and the other things involved, but we should start. Praise God. And also in New Jersey, we are almost there in America, almost there. Yeah. So Pastor Tenny has moved to that location, and uh, we're we're almost there. So we'll let you know how things go. Praise God. I said, praise God. Hallelujah. Then one more thing. Um, Before Q3, we should be starting services also in Abuja. Yeah. Abuja also. Amen. All right, I'm supposed to be in Abuja, May or June. But after CRC, we're going to have a meeting there. After which services we start. Just want to let you know. Amen. All right. Now, I want, uh, so I want to show you how, all right, the realm of the spirit works and how, you know, things work in the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. Now, listen. Turn your Bible to Psalm 103. And verse 20. Then you put your hands on Psalm 115, verse 16. 103 and 20. Can we read one to go? Bless the Lord, louder now. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel we are, uh-huh, that do his what? So whose commandment are they doing? God's commandment, all right. Hearkening unto what? They are unto the voice of his word. So that means wherever people are giving voice to what God has said, angels are activated. Let me say that again. Angels are activated wherever people are giving voice to what God has said. So that means angels are not released because of what you say. But they are released because of you saying what God has said. So it is by you giving voice to God's word or God's spirit that angels are released. Are you following what I'm saying? Very important. So angels don't do your will. They do God's will. So you have to find out what God's will is in the word and put it in prayer. Then you strengthen them. They activate it. Did you hear? That is a very important thing. Don't gloss this over. Because many folks think that God is a genie that they can use to do whatever they want him to do. 
Oluwa, sharp, sharp. Oluwa, do it now. That is not who God is. He's not your house boy. Glory to God. God, I command you now. I command you. Your word says, concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. If you see God, will you be able to talk? Ordinary angel. If you see angel, you, you can't command who? Angel of God. If you see an angel, first thing you want to do is to worship. Angel. Some funny doctrines. Have command who? Who are you commanding? God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You think it's a Ilala? It's not a Ilala. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who are you commanding? Hallelujah. So, so that's how angels work. So that means angels are voice activated. Are you following what I'm saying? So that means when you are dealing with angels and want to deploy the ministry of angels, you must be careful what you say. Hallelujah. You must be careful what you say and you must be mindful of your words. Mindful of your words. You cannot talk anyhow. If you, you are from, you are not a Nigerian. Your passport says Nigerian. But when you got born again, you were translated out of this darkness. Amen. You hear what I said? You were translated out of this darkness into the kingdom of lights. In our kingdom, Nepal doesn't take lights. So we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God to Nigeria. Ah, you, do you understand? So we don't partake of the pandemic. We bring healing to the pandemic. We don't partake of the poverty. We bring generosity. Are you following what I'm saying? It's a different mindset. So our words must align with the what? The dictates of our sovereign. Because when God wants to transform a man, or when God wants to use a man, he gives that man words. Hallelujah. It is by those words that man will now make warfare in the earth in the, in the, in the realm. Glory to, glory to God. So you must mind your word. So you confess the word. You know, that's why I love, you know, the practice of, you know, our parents. How many of you noticed our parents used to read Psalms a lot? How many of you used to read Psalms? You notice that? Oh, you know, he that dwells in the secret place. My Yoruba is terrible, but I remember. And he told me, something will go. Oh, thank you, mama. Amen. That's Yoruba. And you confess it. Because you see, you're confessing the word. And as I do that, angels are taking notice. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. You are confessing the word. Confessing the word. Not saying, ah, in my family, we're all useless. Yeah. Get one cause with the warriors from like 200 years ago. Everybody, you are just confessing, confessing. You are just talking, 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 talking. So as you are talking, <laughs> the angels are waiting for when you are going to mention the word. You understand? So it's like this suffering you're enjoying. So, because your words are your authorization. I don't know. I, you need to understand how this thing works. Your words are what? Your words. When you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to allow this condition remain. That's your authorization for inter divine intervention. Praise God. I said, Praise God. Your words. Now, because of time, don't worry. We, we still have other Sundays, Abby, I'll share with you. And next Sunday, come with more people. Share this thing with you. You can deliver yourself from any oppression of the devil, all right? You can walk out of any, you can, anytime you want. Just understand how this thing works. Just as angels of God require the cooperation of children of God, they require our permission or authorization, because we are the ones with authority on this earth. Are you following? So how do we grant authorization? By prayer. Praise God. By confessing the word. By faith confessions. That's how we do it. Praise God. So because I have my will on this earth. So by saying the name of the Lord Jesus, I refuse to allow. I do not permit. When you are doing that, you are engaging spiritual, the spiritual realm. When you are doing that. Praise God. 
You are, that's what you are doing. You, you need to understand, you are engaging the spiritual realm. The moment you say, Father in the name, the name of Jesus is the Holy Ghost. So when you say, Father in the name of Jesus, you are transcending the earth realm, you are engaging invisible forces. You may not see the repercussion of what you are doing, but it is happening. That's why the Bible says we walk by faith, not by what? Sight. So you are supposed to be engaging spiritual forces by understanding, not by sight. Now me, because I'm called in the prophetic office, sometimes when I do those things, I see. But I'm not supposed to do it because I'm seeing. I'm supposed to do it because I've seen it in the world, and I what? Align. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. For example, I want to just share this. When my wife was, I told you, when my wife was in the labor room, because these things have real life consequences. Having a labor room, this thing was not moving. Hallelujah. And you see, for months, while my wife was pregnant, the devil was taunting me that she will die in this one. She didn't die in the other one. She will die in this one. Don't worry. And he now started painting pictures of me, you know, with my two children. And my wife was not there. Praise the Lord. Yeah, the devil is that wicked when it comes to warfare. Satan is not fair when it comes to warfare. How many of you have noticed that sometimes you begin to have um, um, your imagination of evil is amplified during certain times? How many of you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> he begins to paint it. You have an exam. He now begins to paint it that you failed five times, that you kept failing and failing, and everybody has left the school, and you are still there. He will be painting the picture. Or you are in a relationship, and the devil is painting that that person is going to break your heart and serve you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You understand? And you are now tortured. Hey, then you now begin to react based on something you imagined, and not what the person did. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's how Satan fights. That's how he fights. He doesn't fight fair. So it was like that. I was attacking me, and I started praying and praying, attacking, attacking, attacking. I didn't tell my wife because I didn't want my wife to be worried. Praise God. You know, pastor, as a pastor, I tried my own kind of ministry where we do cast out devils, do a lot of shaking, 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 shaking. We always have a kind of special battles we fight. Praise the Lord. You understand? So when the thing like that, I had dropped my son with my parents because I knew that that's this thing. I'm coming out with my wife. I'm coming out my child, and I will not sweat. Are you following what I'm saying? There will be any, mm, and she's not doing surgery. Nothing wrong with surgery. She said, but this one, the way we are going to disgrace the devil in this one, it will be evident that God, God, God hand did it. Are you following what I'm saying? Ah, for where? For here? Forget them. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Forget. So when did I got? He was not moving. He was not moving. I said, good. I now applied a knowledge I have of the spiritual and let me tell you something. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. Demonic spirits need the collaboration of a human being to execute wickedness against another human being. You hear what I say? Demonic spirits, they need it. It is why when uh, can I teach this thing? Can I teach this thing? It is why. <laughs> it's why, for example, somebody wants to send demonic spirit to attack somebody. He goes to an altar, an altar that is guarded by a priest or witchcraft coven or that. All right? That person has to make the supplication. It's the person that has to make the supplication. He makes the supplication to that spirit through that intermediary. And once it is accepted, the, the, the spirit is launched against the person. Which means, in spiritual warfare, when you notice that things are tough against you, there are two people you need to deal with. You will deal with the spirit. Then you will deal with the human being. Amen? Are you following? Listen, when you have prayed and prayed and prayed and the thing has not, you have casted at this, you understand? You will deal with that human being, that agent, you will deal with that. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Next week, 
we will pray. I want to focus on, you know, those people that are having long standing, this is having in your family for 15 years, 10 years. I will show you how you do it. We will pray. Some of us, we do it prayer in every morning. We did it a lot last year, where we pray in the morning here before service starts. I mean, we have had so many testimonies. Pastor Eddie is not in church today. You know Pastor Eddie? He's in America. It has stick. The testimony he gave is there. It's there now. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are some of you. It's America. You go some of you. You'll be blessed here. Amen. But the thing about it is that what needs to move needs to move. Are you with me? So, there is that demonic spirit. Then there is the agent. Because that agent, who is a human agent, has rights on the earth. He has the right to permit evil or permit good. Remember, there were two sons on the earth, sons of Adam on the earth. You had Abel and who? Cain. Cain yielded to the devil. And what was the result? He killed a good man. The fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and you're a good man does not mean a wicked man cannot kill you. Open your eyes. The Bible called Abel a righteous man. Righteous, yet he died because his brother killed him. You must be vigilant and be strong in the faith. Hallelujah. Ah, he's a man of God. One wound came from nowhere. It was like, a, like as though a, an ant beat him. Then the thing was swelling. Then wound has appeared. Did you know that in 2005, between 2005 and 2011, me, your pastor, I had a serious condition on my knees. My knees. Serious one. I was preparing for a crusade in 2006. No, 2005. I think 2005-2006. I was preparing for a crusade. Then, I don't know what happened. I went to buy one shoe. What's you die? It's just a shoe. And I wore it. And when, you know, to prepare for outreaches and, you know, and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, around the time I to go to the crusade, two days or so, my knee started swelling. Swollen. To the point that it was difficult for me to walk. Praise God. I was, you know, when you are walking like this and there's water on your knees. I was walking, I'll be here. As though, you know, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You know, when there's water being jiggy, 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 jiggy in your leg. In your knees, that's how much the water was. Praise God. I went to the doctor. They said, ah, they had to put needle inside my knee to remove the fluid, to check what was going on. Then one person was not, orthopedic surgeon was talking about surgery. That one knows it can be cancer. We may have to cut off the leg. <laughs> the guy knew I was a pastor. You understand? Praise God. It was the oppression of the devil. One day, hallelujah, I had a visitation of the Lord in my dream. Hallelujah. And while in the dream, while I was in the dream, the Lord laid down on me. He appeared as a minister of God, but I knew it was the Lord. The Lord laid down on me in the dream. And he said, now you are healed of this condition. Rise up and walk. I woke up in the dream and walk, and I woke up from the dream. Hallelujah. Then the first thing I looked was, I looked at my legs. Everything gone. Praise God. Stood up and began to walk. Pastor, I was doing crusade. There were many meetings I did. I was with those, that pain. Ask my wife. She used to rob it for me now. Praise God. My mom, my dad, everybody used to rub. They would get a bony and be rugging leg. Man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to know how to fight. There is Father, I love you. I give you all the praise. I'm not doing There's that prayer. Amen. Then you will go, you know, amen. You know, Father, in the name of I take authority over every foul spirit. I expel that in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Do not come against where they are doing the permission God giving. Glory to God. Say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I come against every agent of darkness. I paralyze the activities. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I render the activities null and void. In the name, you understand? Knock them out in prayer. You will now find out that the person will go to the listen and find out that when they call your name, there's a reaction. They want to, there's a reaction. That's the angel of God saying, look, you have a choice. You can leave him alone or you understand. Choose one. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? There is a spiritual realm. The heart of man is wicked. 
You don't have to be have been wicked for people to be wicked towards you. The very fact you are existing, does you understand what I'm saying? So you must learn that. Glory to God. So in prayer, you undo something. You use your authority. You undo, so you now find out that you now begin to walk in the fulfillment of the prophecy of no weapon fashioned against me shall what? Prosper. Glory to God. Somebody comes and hits you with a charm, it does not work. People divine incantation against you, it does not work. Because you have already lifted up a standard against it in prayer. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. You have goods. They are not selling. You have been doing everything on Instagram. You post like this, post like this, post like this. Not, nothing has sold. Uh-uh. The problem is not, with even people that are not as fine as you, is selling, your own is not selling. Amen. And the goods are good. Go and sort it out in prayer. Praise God. Praise God. I know some people say, Pastor, eh, all this spiritual, this, let me tell you something. You better wake up. Understand it. The life, life is spiritual. You will go and pray. Just say, Father, I thank you for this wonderful business you have given me. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for increased comes to this business in the name of Jesus. So we thank God for what he has already done. Now you are going to take care of hindrance. You say, in the name of Jesus, I come against any hindrance to this business movement. Glory to God. Any way placed on this business, I tear it now. The glory of God is risen on this business, and hallelujah, things begin to move now in Jesus' name. Praise God. You now begin to write down what you want to sell. After you have exercised your authority, you now begin to unleash the force of faith and see how things will turn around. Praise God. Do not be ignorant of what the devices of the enemy, and do not be ignorant of how the spiritual realm works. You know, <laughs> you know the story I told you about me and my wife, uh, my friend Apostle. We had a chat just around the time when my wife was to put to bed, some months later. Was because you know Apostle so Bibles Bible is a theologian, but he's a smart one. It's not you know. He was telling me he said because he knows I'm a Christian centered preacher, so he didn't know what my understanding level was on you know spiritual warfare. How I talking? I said my, my brother. I said look, this guy looking at. From 1995 to 2001, do you know who was number one on my reading list? Was Odikeolukoya. I know you understand what I'm talking about. All those prayer points, ah, we, we fed on it well. It was later we got the revelation knowledge. Do you understand? Later we started reading Kenyon. For six years it was detailed. So we know how to pray those prayers. Do you understand? All right. We pray, you know, with understanding because it's authority we're talking about. You have to learn. How to use your authority in prayer. Use it intelligently. Use it with an understanding of spiritual warfare. Because the thing is, on this earth, men are in charge. That's the truth. Men. There will be an age where God comes and Jesus Christ comes and reigns for seven years. Then there will be a 1,000 year reign or millennial reign. And we will always be with the Lord. Hallelujah. Because if God was in charge of this world, Russia would not be killing people in Ukraine. World War II would not have happened. Where you see death, sickness, men are fully in charge. But also when you see sons of God present, hallelujah, hallelujah. What will we bring? We will bring peace. We will bring what? Dominion of Christ, hallelujah. And all right, we will bring generosity into the place. That's why sons and daughters of God must rise up and we must take our place. Amen. On this earth, being the light of the world, God has ordained us to be. Can I get an amen? Let's rise up on our feet. We're going to pray. Did you learn anything today? We're going to pray. Say this with me. I declare louder. I declare I am a son of God. I have authority in Christ Jesus. 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 So you are going to pray now. You say, in the name of Jesus, this month of April, I move forward. I make progress. I go forward. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Forward. Forward. 
you are going to use your own mouth. Closed doors are open now. In the name of Jesus, I make progress. It is not over. No, sir. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. in jesus name we are praying one last prayer point i want you to pray with fire in your belly fervently you are going to say in the name of jesus Whatever my father did not plan in my life, in my career, in my family, be uprooted now. Be uprooted now. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For more messages, kindly search for our Telegram channel using the link t. M-E slash Oikia Sisi. God has blessed you.